No need to look any farther, you chose the right station. You're now tuning in with Mr. Cowboy Nation for all your latest sport reports across the nation. So don't change your channel, you chose the right station. You're now tuning in with Mr. Cowboy Nation. So don't change your channel, you chose the right station. You're now tuning in with Mr. Cowboy Nation for all your latest sport reports across the nation. No need to look any farther, you chose the right station. Yes, sir. One more time for the people in the back of that thing. Mm -hmm. How y'all doing? How y'all doing this evening? I so I got a little voice left, right? For obvious reasons, right? Y'all y'all already know why I ain't got no voice. <laughs> I couldn't be happier <laughs> for the, with the outcome of the Super Bowl, right? So y'all already know why I ain't got no voice. But Joe, what it do, man? Appreciate you for uh, coming through, Joe. <laughs> so the champ is here, baby. All right, let's get to it. Welcome to Let's Talk Football with Mr. Cowboy Nation. I'm your host, Mr. Cowboy Nation. Let's Talk Football with Mr. Cowboy Nation is brought to you by Snap Pick Productions, uh, YouTube channel, Mr. Cowboy Nation, uh, IG underscore Mr. Cowboy Nation underscore. Uh, this page is wrong, Mr. Cowboy Nation McNary. Facebook page solely dedicated to the show, Let's Talk Football with Mr. Cowboy Nation. All of which are ways for you to keep up uh, with the show. All, all, you know, all, all things football, right? So feel free to like, subscribe, and, you know, do whatever whatever it is we do on, on social media. Can you dig it? Uh, cash app donations. You'll see the producer drop the cash app tag down here on the front of the desk. We're not asking for any specific amount. You know, whatever is on your heart, we greatly appreciate it. Can you dig it? Uh, we are available. The audio from these broadcasts are available, right? Wherever you get your podcast. My personal favorite being Spotify. Joe going in already. <laughs> so, so before I get into, you know, the tagline and we I give you who you, who you came to see. So, we took the call-in number away because the comment section be so last. We said, you know, we just cool with the comment section. My boy Joe in here going in. So, you get in the comment section, you comment. I'm probably gonna get to your comment and shout you out. We know we're gonna chop it up in the comment section. That's 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 why I be. That's where everybody else be. Can you dig it? So, but the audio, to all that goes goes to Spotify as well, right? Well, wherever you get your pod, your, your podcast, my personal favorite is Spotify. That's why I say Spotify. So when you go to Spotify, you're looking for a search. Let's talk football, Mr. Cowboy Nation. That Mr. Cowboy Nation is very important, and I'm gonna tell you why. There's a lot of Let's Talk Footballs. But there's only one. Let's talk football with Mr. Cowboy Nation. Can you dig that? Yes, sir. All right, let me quit playing, man. Get y'all y'all came to see this evening. <laughs> oh, I can't get the shirt off. Oh. Oh. Oh, I'm still on me. Yeah. Petty. Pendergrass. It's in the field. Let's go, man. I had a wardrobe malfunction. <laughs> All right, so... Let's get to it, man. What you saying, Joe? 49ers fans busy buying new TV. My 49ers fans, is, this, I'm talking about went on the TV killing rampage, didn't they, Joe? <laughs> well, speaking of the 49ers beating up TVs, let's, let's talk about the reason why. Cash Shanahan, come on down here, see me. <laughs> Cash Shanahan, ladies and gentlemen. Cal Shanahan, ladies and gentlemen, has blown not one, not two, but three 10-point-plus leads as either an OC or HC, meaning offense coordinator or head coach of a team in the Super Bowl. In the Super Bowl, the game of all games, right? 
This guy has a 25-point lead blown under his belt and two 10-point leads. Check this out. One of the 10-point leads, he blew in like less than 10 minutes, right? It was like, there was a first time Kansas City beat him. It was up like 10 points, like six minutes left in the game. In the game? They lost? In the game? <laughs> oh, my. Oh, my. So you would think after blowing a 25-point lead, you would learn your lesson, right? Next time I get up, like that in the Super Bowl, I'm going to run the ball, run the ball, and run the ball some more, right? Wrong. Wrong. <laughs> Not Shanahan. Shanahan, I'm almost certain. I'm almost certain Shanahan is Dan Campbell's daddy. <laughs> I ain't like to say. Same, same kind of mindset, right? So, you up 10, right? You up 10. Well, in all fairness and honesty, in all fairness and honesty, the punt, the uh, muff punt did hurt. It did hurt. It did hurt. But how how on God's green earth does your team not know the overtime rules? <laughs> like, like this is, like nobody's talking about this. How, how is it that Andy Reid and his team was going over the overtime rules for two weeks and your team don't know what the hell going on, right? <laughs> your team ain't got a clue, right? So it's a video right there. They do, and they threw they at the corn house. They show him Mahomes' face, right? And when the San Fran won the corn house, when they licked it to receive, you see Mahomes go, "What?" <laughs> Should have known then it was over, right? We said we really, we really should have known that it was over, right? So, so they, they, the rest is history, right? They, they, they score three, they score six, ball game, right? So, and a lot of the San Francisco 49er players was like, we didn't know the overtime rules, right? So that is a direct, a direct indictment on the head coach. And what does Cal Shanahan do? Fire Steve Wilkes, the dude who had arguably the best unit. Who, who arguably put the best unit on the field in that game. The 49ers defense was ferocious, right? Made Isaiah Pacheco fumble. We rarely see that. Took the ball from Isaiah Pacheco, right? Uh, allowed one TD in regulation, right? And that was off of uh, a turnover. You know what I'm saying? So, like, out of, out of the 31 other defense, I say about at least 28 to 30. Probably would have gave up seven to Mahomes in that exact same situation, right? Getting the ball that close to the end zone off a turnover. I say, I say, ninety-five percent of the defense would have gave up seven in this situation. But no, you, it's Steve Wilkes' fault. It's Steve Wilkes' fault. Nobody knew the damn rules in overtime. It's Steve Wilkes' fault. Steve Wilkes ain't blew no damn ten, no twenty-five point lead, no Super Bowl. I ain't never seen Steve Wilkes. Have y'all ever seen Steve Wilkes blow a twenty-five point lead in the Super Bowl? I haven't. I haven't. I seen Shanahan do it. <laughs> I seen Shanahan do it. I seen Shanahan do it three times now, right? So, yeah, Shanahan, come on down here. Come on down here and see me choke you. At this point, you are a choke artist. At this point. At this point, you are a choke artist. Until, until we see any, you know, evidence uh, to the country. <laughs> All right. So, this next one, this next one, <laughs> this next one is not football related. But... It's something that has to be said, right? Something something has to be said about this individual and a, a whole nother situation just, just flat out. Somebody has said it, and I'm going to say it. Jermaine Dupree, come on down here and see me. <laughs> Dude, look. All right, so. Bro, y'all got to quit letting these stylists send y'all out. Like, this is. <laughs> First Fletcher Cox. Y'all remember Fletcher Cox last year? Too? So first Fletcher Cox comes just like the first lady of uh, Mount, Mount uh, Presbyterian First Baptist Holy Rock Church. 300-pound <laughs> man just like the first lady, right? We saw that last Super Bowl. Now we got Jermaine Dupree come out here to have the Usher halftime performance. Just like a little boy and a little girl at the same damn time. Like, what are we doing? 
what are we doing, bro? Like, what are we, what are we doing? We got a long sleeve jacket, right? Shorts, church girl socks, and church girl shoes. What, what, what was this? What, <laughs> what the hell was this conversation like, right? Yeah, it's gonna be real fashion forward, man. You're gonna kill them. No, you're not gonna kill them. It's not fashion forward. They're all gonna laugh at you. <laughs> They're all gonna laugh at you like they did Fletcher Cox last year. <laughs> Stop flat, bro. I don't. I don't care how much it costs. I don't care how much it costs. A, 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 a short pantsuit and church girl socks and shoes is not, is not it, bro. It's, nah, y'all gotta quit letting these. Y'all gotta quit letting these stylists do y'all, bro. Y'all gotta stop. It has to stop. Okay, if you look in the mirror, new rule. If you look in the mirror, and now if you live an alternative lifestyle and it's known that you okay, cool, do your thing. But if you identify as a heterosexual male, right? This is who I'm talking to. This is this who the statement is for. If you identify as a heterosexual male, right? This this is for y'all. If you stand in the mirror and you look at your outfit. And you have trouble if you have to question whether or not you are a heterosexual. Maybe that outfit ain't for you. <laughs> just, just you know, just a little, you know, maybe that outfit ain't for you. Maybe if 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 my eight-year-old daughter got them same pair of socks in her sock drawer and you, that we wore to church last Sunday, maybe, maybe it ain't, maybe it ain't for you. <laughs> I said, what the, what the hell this dude got? Oh, my. Oh, my. Oh, my. Just made the free. <laughs> oh, my. All right. Come on down and see me. Uh, boy, girl. <laughs> I was like, who the hell? Who the hell dressed this dude? Man, stylists need to be fired immediately. <laughs> All right. Let me, let's get a break in action. <laughs> We'll get a word from my sponsor. I'll be right back. <laughs> Introducing Snapix Podcast Network. Give your voice a platform through podcasting. If you're thinking about starting a podcast or already have one, let us help you. Contact us when you're ready at www.snapixpodcast.com. That's www.snapixpodcast.com. The Snapix Podcast Network. Alright, so remember this. Hey baby girl, hey Renata, how you doing, baby girl? Tuning in, but still at work, so I'm just listening. That's cool, that's cool. I'm cool with you listening, baby girl. She said JD look crazy. As hell, JD look crazy as hell. I was like, dude, what are we doing? What are we doing? What do, how did they talk you into this? <laughs> like what the hell did they what the hell did they say to you to make you say, alright, I'll do it? Like I that's what I want to know. What what did they offer you? <laughs> God damn, bro. <laughs> like them socks, I couldn't. I can't do it. I'm sorry. I won't be performing at this. I don't give a damn if it's a Super Bowl. I ain't doing it. I ain't doing it. I can't. I'm sorry. <laughs> Mm-mm. And then Fletcher Cox, like he wasn't even performing. You like, you showed up to the game like this, like last <laughs> Like, what the hell? Like, you wasn't even performing. You showed up to the game just like a church lady, man. And thought it was cool. Thought it was cool. It's not cool. It's not. It has to stop. Okay. It has to stop somewhere. All right. So. <laughs> All right. So. Did you see that moment? Right. You know, at the end of the, of the season, this is the last one for football, y'all. We ain't got no more. Well, we don't have any more NFL football games until September, but thank God for the UFL, right? So, we discussing coming back for the UFL. They launched March 30th, right? So, we might be back for the UFL, sprinkle a little basketball in there with, but that's, that's at the late. We'll talk about that a little later. Uh, so, did you see that moment? Uh, we just decided to do the top three. So, we're going to do the top three, did you see that moment, of this year, right? So, Top three, did you see that moments from the football season, you know, college and pros? So let's go check that out. Well, let's start at number three. The number three, did you see that moment? Hey, 
something fun to watch every week. Second and six. Josh looking down Ooh. the sideline. Oh man. It's Diggs with another oh, flag man. out. Oh man. He's able to oh, get man, away from those two tacklers. <laughs> and no one's gonna touch him the rest of the way. Touchdown. Oh man. Oh man, man. <laughs> Where's the beef? How the hell he get out of two tackles at Bay? Oh my god. Oh man, Miami. Oh man. <laughs> All right. All right. Let's, let's go check out number two. <laughs> now third down and 13. Blitz coming. Prescott able to get out of the end zone and now airs it out for Ooh, Lamb. Wait. He's got it. He's gone. When he gets there, it's a touchdown. It would be, be great to see that in the playoffs. <laughs> If that deck, if that deck and that CD would have showed up in the playoffs, man, it'd have been a great time, wouldn't it? I don't know who the hell showed up in the playoffs. It wasn't them two though. <laughs> Somebody must have kidnapped that deck and that CD lamb and hid them for the playoff game. <laughs> this pisses me off, man. Like killing. I'm sorry. See, they had an all pro season. We get to the playoffs and he, he, he don't. Nobody knows nothing, right? CD can't catch. Dak can't read. This whole hot mess. I'm sick of it. Anyway, <laughs> all right, let's let's go to the number one. Did you see that moment of, of this of the year? Let's go check that out. But now Jamon Dumas Johnson's going to be in trouble. They oh my! Settled down, made the adjustments, <laughs> and they've been a different defense. The rest Boy, of the game. beating the brakes off me. Sanders launches far sidelines. He come down with that. Oh wow. my! Dayton Wade went up oh, and grabbed the one-handed catch over Everett. How in the world did he you catch it? You made a score of a million and 16. Oh, my gosh, what a catch. <laughs> I need about, I mean, I need about 10 more of them for you about three quarters ago, buddy. <laughs> 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 he made the kids of the year in a blowout like this is a break job. <laughs> 45 to 16, what? <laughs> Oh man! <laughs> all right, all right. Uh, we better get into it, y'all. Let me get that ball, man. So we're gonna hand out some game balls. Go hand out some game balls. Hey, you dig it? So we're laying for two guys to hand the game balls out to. I told y'all last episode when I gave Travis Kelsey the game ball, thirteen targets. No, it was 11. 11 targets, 11 catches. I'm thinking about CD. 11 uh, targets, 11 catches. About 100, a little over 100 some yards. Is it going to be the same thing Super Bowl? Going to be the same thing. Now, San Fran did a great job of shutting them down first half. But, of course, the Greenlaw injury changed all that, right? So, when, uh, when they brought their bag up in, it was Kelsey came to life, right? So, what was Kelsey's number? Kelsey ended up with nine catches for 93 yards. But if I'm not mistaken, at the end of the first half, he had had like one catch, four yards, or one catch, seven yards, something like that, right? So he was basically non-existent in the game. But uh, second half, eight eight more catches for 80 some plus yards. So it's over 10 yards apart, right? So, and the guy throwing on the ball, Pat Mahomes, who in in my opinion, Dude, let me see what, me see what y'all got. What y'all got? Joe just say, uh, give a game ball to Taylor Swift. <laughs> What's that? Taylor Swift was the MVP. <laughs> oh, man. All right, so, and then got thrown on the ball, Pat Mahomes, right? So, Pat Mahomes went for 333 yards passing, two TDs and a pick. And on top of the 333 yards that he threw for, he ran for another 66 yards. And those 66 yards at the end of the game rushing were crucial. Like, those were big yards. You know what I'm saying? So, I'm almost <laughs> – Renata said no balls. So, yeah, like, for your people, I'm really sick of Taylor Swift. <laughs> she has no place in the NFL, right? Like, we're – Nothing against Taylor Swift, right? But this this football, we're here to see football. We're not here to see Taylor Swift. We're not. We're not. She probably she's probably a nice girl, wonderful girl, but we we we're not here to we want to see football. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So, but the reason uh Mahomes Mahomes dude 
And I don't, I don't, I don't throw this around lightly at all. Um, for those of you who don't know, when we when it comes to the Jordan and LeBron uh, goat debate, I am a firm Jordan guy. I feel like Jordan is it. Like Jordan is the apex predator. Like when we're talking about goats, when we're talking about uh, football goats, basketball goats, Jordan was the apex predator. Like he he was the king. Jordan is the king of the jungle, right? Top of the food chain for me. So, um, Mahomes is looking Jordanish, looking a little Jordanish. You know what I'm saying? I I and I said it. Uh, when they beat Boss Monster, we might be witnessing greatness. Like, we we may – hell, Kansas City can be back in the Super Bowl next year. Nobody will be surprised, right? They can win the Super Bowl next year. They can three-peat. Nobody will be surprised. I don't think they will, but they can three-peat next year and nobody will be surprised. Like, that's, that's at, uh, that, is, um, that speaks to the level at which, with which Mahomes is playing that, dude. Like, he's on another planet. Like, he's literally – on another planet, right? Uh, man, I just I'm I'm gonna get into my take on the Super Bowl. I'm gonna get out, get off this. DJ, hit that beat for me. While I'm shooting them out, if we're gonna hit that beat for you, boy, go ahead. Let's let's go and roll this. And let me get to the top, man. Get the people, you know. Let's chop it up with my family. But yeah, I I, I think uh I'm gonna get into the hit the dud beat. Yeah, that was right. <laughs> <laughs> That's what's up, Joe. Joe said Jordan, Jordan, his go-to. Right, so, all right, so let, my honest take on the Super Bowl. And I'm going to get to the question of the day. And, you know, a couple of topics I'm going to slide on out here. So, my honest take on the Super Bowl. I honestly thought coming into into the game that San Fran may may would have had Kansas City on the ropes and the referees bail Casey out. Right? So that's that's that that is what I was expecting. I was expecting San Fran to come guns a blazing, probably have KC on the ropes. KC get a lucky break toward the end. Mahomes does what Mahomes do, right? KC wins close. But to be honest, they, 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 Casey won close, but it wasn't because of the ref. Right? And I know a lot of San, San Francisco 49ers fans were complaining about holding. Oh, there's a lot of holding. There was a lot of holding. Is that hole on Fred Warren? You see that hole? Yada, yada, yada. But when we were saying, you see these holes on Michael Pop, we was just crying. We was just crying then, right? <laughs> <laughs> Like, see, I feel like so. Y'all want to be America's team so bad when it's time to put these shoes on. You, you, you don't start. I hear a lot of crying and complaining. <laughs> Michael Parsons did with that for living games, right? So I, I'm sorry, I ain't got no sympathy for you. I, I watched Michael Parsons. I'm talking about egregious holes. You got a dude whole hugging him from the back, pulling him. While another dude got him in the chin lock, right? No holding the flag. Like some of the most egregious holes you ever want to see, not call. Michael Parsons went through this for 11 games, right? So, yeah. So, I'm sorry. I don't I, I, I don't feel sorry at all, right? And, and to be honest, it was holding on both sides. Was Kansas City holding? Of course. Of course Kansas City was holding. I say it all the time. You can call, you can call holding on every offensive play in this league, right? Of course Kansas City was holding. But San Fran was holding too, right? I, I I can I can remember on uh, one of San Fran's big big runs, Nick Bolden, number thirty two, Nick Bolden, got held, and, and Nick Bolden getting held was the reason that play broke. No flag, you know what I'm saying? So the horse collar for Purdy was absolute trash, absolute trash call. Like how's it a horse collar and? The defender never brought Purdy down. You're supposed to bring him. Horse collars when you bring him down by the back of the pass. They never brought Purdy down. When you call it horse collar, 15 yards, right? So, um, I was I was fine with the officiating, right? For the most part, they let him play. Uh, 
It was holding on both sides. Questionable, you know. Like I said, I think the horse collar was trash, but you probably could look at something that was called on KC and say the same thing. I mean, with Carlos, you know, San Francisco and say the same thing. It was a trash call, right? So, I think all in all, it was a, it was a fair game. The referee, we not talking about the referees affecting this game like we did, like like the Detroit fan, uh, Lions fans were crying about what happened to Dallas even though they screwed themselves. We not talking about the referees in that capacity. You know what I'm saying? It was a good, close game. It was. It was. Like, I, I was fine with the officiating. And like I said, the difference in the game was the head coach and the QB. I say it all the time, right? You only going to go as far as your head coach and QB. If your head coach and QB is good, you probably going to be good. Right? Did you see Andy Reid at the end of the, uh, of the game? Right? Everybody's like, call timeout, call timeout. Andy reason no, I'm not calling no damn timeout. I'm going to call game. That's what I'm finna call. <laughs> right? So, like, ain't no way. Dude, I said, dude, Andy Reid, you are a brave soul. Because ain't no one here. I've been calling timeout. You know what I'm saying? But, and my homes executed. Right? So, it came down to the head coach and the QB. It's, uh, it, it always comes back to the head coach and QB. Right? So, and of course, of course, the defense did a great job. Uh, Chris Jones. Pendle, number 69, Pendle did a great job stuffing the run. They were grown men in the middle all game, right? So, and and that's the thing with San Fran. If it, if it, the question is, how do you stop the uh, San Fran's offense? How do you stop San Fran? You have to disrupt them up front. Their blocking scheme, the O-line play is what makes, in my opinion, the O-line play is what makes San Fran the team to beat in the NFC, right? Yeah, I know they just lost in the Super Bowl. But as Cowboys fans, if we want to get back to the Super Bowl, we got to go through San Fran in one shape, in one form or another. We're going to have to beat San Fran in order to get there. Like, it's going to have to happen, right? So the way to beat them is you have to disrupt their blocking. You have to disrupt. The O-line play is what makes that offense so great. So you have to beat them up front, and that's what KKC did. Like, the tackles were grown men, like, and they beat them up front all game. They beat him up front all game, you know, and McCaffrey got his runs here and there, but it wasn't, like, up the middle. Nah. Nah. Nah, them, them boys were dead serious in the middle of, the, uh, of their D-line. Right? And it, it was little to no push, right? So, uh, on a lot of them run plays. So, uh, for for you 49ers fans, that's, you know, oh, well, why, 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 why wouldn't he run? I mean... Nah, I mean, he couldn't run it up the middle. I say that. He couldn't run it up the middle, but as a uh, head coach, you, you, it's your job to counter. If I can't run up the middle, okay, let's call some quick screens. Uh, let's try to go off tackle. That's, but we have, to, we have to take time off the clock with a lead in a Super Bowl, right? You know what I'm saying? So, And I, and I think that's, that's, that's what makes the, uh, the fire under Steve Wilkes so – Unfavorable. I'm gonna say that. You know, I got another word for it, but I really I try to keep the show G rated because kids may be watching. But <laughs> I got another word for what the Wilkes firing is. But at this point, we just say is you know it's uh, it's un, you know unfavorable. It's not something that I agree with uh, totally, right? So all right, let's get into the question of the day. Question of the day: Who is the biggest threat to the Chiefs next year? Right? If we just and I know it's too damn soon to be. I know. I know. But <laughs> but based but based on what we just saw, what we just witnessed in these playoffs, who is the biggest threat to the Chiefs next year? Who is the team that is most likely to keep the Chiefs from repeating? Right? Me personally, <clears throat> I wanna say Baltimore. But I want to say Buffalo as well. But I just, I just think Mahomes has Allen's number. I just do. I do. I, so, you know how Brady was beating Peyton Manning all the time and Peyton Manning finally broke through that one year. So, we may, it may be a situation like that where Josh Allen may break through one year and get to the Super Bowl. But that Josh Allen and Patrick Mahomes matchup in the playoffs is going to be 
for right. You know, it, it to me it's gonna be uh, the AFC Championship game, no matter what it means. They can be in the division round. To me, it's the AFC Championship because whoever wins between them two coming out. I forgot about Cool Joe. Yeah, I forgot about Cool Joe. Uh, Joe Burrow, Joe. You think the Ravens? I I, I want to say the Ravens. I want to say the Ravens. But the Ravens got to decide to run the ball in a playoff game. Like, how do you how are you the best rushing team in the league? And you get to the AFC Championship game, you run the ball eight times. Eight design runs. What? What? Like, so, I mean, Baltimore got to get together, man. They got to get together. Baltimore, and I hate to keep bringing up the Cowboys, but Baltimore and Dallas, for some reason, got to the playoffs. Well, Baltimore had the formula. Stout defense, stout run game. That's how you win in the playoffs in this league. For whatever reason, they decided not to do it in the AFC Championship game. But for some reason, I, I talk to I, I got to talk about Mike Zimmer. I talk about the Cowboys later. But um, you can't get to the AFC Championship game when you've gotten to the AFC Championship game by playing defense and running the ball and saying, well, we're going to throw it this game. What? Huh? <laughs> like, so, Baltimore, can Baltimore be? Absolutely, Baltimore could be a threat. But they have, to, they have to stay true to themselves. They have to stay true to their identity. Uh, Joe Burrow was the only one to be canceled in the playoffs. That's what I'm saying. See, Joe Burrow can play with Pat Mahomes. Joe Burrow, and I'm, and I'm going to say this. I'm going to say this about QBs. So, as far as QBs in this league, there was only a handful that you can say, here, here, kid, go in the Super Bowl. Right? When I say a handful, I mean maybe three. <laughs> right? My, I say Mahomes, Burrow, and Josh Allen, maybe, if if he can get the turnovers together, right? I, I don't, and, and I, don't, I don't know. I don't, I don't know if I want to put Josh – because you can't trust Josh Allen. So, I, don't, I really don't know if I want to put Josh Allen in that conversation. You know what I'm saying? So, okay, I'm not putting Josh Allen because I don't trust him. So, Burrow and Mahomes about the only two QBs that I would fully trust here, here, kid, go in the Super Bowl, right? We're going to get you a decent defense. Don't turn it over. Going to bring it home for us, right? Any and everybody else, any and every other starting QB in this league needs a stout defense and a stout run game. And it needs to be a run-heavy offense. And this, like I said, this out of 32 teams, 30, 30, I'm saying it's about 30 of the 32 starting QBs. You need a stout defense and a stout run game. Right? And just – and. You know, don't mess it up. Don't wreck the Ferrari. Make we need you to make a couple big throws, maybe four or five big throws, right? Depending on how the game going. But for the most part, we gonna play style defense and we gonna run the ball. So I say out of thirty two teams, thirty other teams need to be thinking like that. Well, so like Cincinnati and KC, they can hand their QB the ball and say, "Hey, go get the job done." Right? So. <clears throat> So, with that being said, my answer to that question, damn, I, I forgot about Joe Burrow. Joe Burrow, Joe. Because I was going to say, the, I was, I'm with you, Darren. I was going to say the Ravens. I, I, I think the Ravens learned from the AFC uh, tie the game. I think they, you know, if, when, the Ravens run the, when the Ravens are running the ball, they are impossible to beat. They are. Like, they are impossible. With that defense, they are impossible to beat. Now, this is assuming that they can keep Queen. Because I think Queen may be on his way out. But uh, this assuming that they can keep Queen. Uh, I think one of them linebackers on it, like contractually, there may be uh, like a free agency or something maybe on their way out. So they can keep both of them linebackers together. Yeah. I, I, th I think Baltimore probably got the best shot if they run, if they decide to commit to the run like they do 90% of the time, right? So that's my answer for the question. So Mike Zimmer, what do I think about Mike Zimmer? Um, returning back to Dallas. So word on the street was that Jared Jones wanted to make a home run high. He wants to swing for the fences. Basically what that means is he wanted a big name to get all us, get us oohing and eyeing, right? This is a Jared thing. He wanted to get the big name, the big splash, something that'll get the fans excited and give them hope. 
and let them know that I'm trying to win a Super Bowl, even though I'm trying to win it my way, and my way clearly doesn't work. <laughs> like, Jerry, your way clearly doesn't work, right? So, but bringing in the guy, bringing in the guy who historically uh, produces stout run defenses, it's, it's a step, but I'm cool with Zimmer, right? I, I like I liked Zimmer when we had him back in 03. I loved Zimmer when we had him back in 03. I did. So, yeah, I'm cool with Zimmel. I, uh, and for what I'm hearing, I hadn't done this research myself, but what I'm hearing, uh, he has great success against the Shanahan offense, right? So, you know, he, he – and that seems to be our problem. We have not a clue of what to do with the Shanahan offense. But Zimmer has historically had success against him. My boy Darren said, I like the Cowboys if they run the ball more. Man. You and you right. You right. You right. Okay, I'm happy you said that. Let's get into it. So, as I said earlier, there's only two QBs, in my opinion, that you can hand the ball to and say, here kid go win this championship. For some strange reason, Jerry Jones seems to believe that Dak Prescott is one of those QBs. That you can hand the football to and say, here kid go win us a Super Bowl. Dak Prescott is not. He is not one of those QBs, right? And when I say that, uh, I know a lot of Dak, Dak fans goes, oh, you a, you a hater, you a Dak hater. You a, no, I'm not a Dak hater. I'm not a Dak hater. I'm not. What has history shown you? What have we seen in these last eight years that makes you say you can hand Dak Prescott a football and say, hey, kid, go win a Super Bowl? Right? We're going to give you a solid defense, but run game, going to the Super Bowl. Now, Patrick Mahomes, who just won his second in a row, had good run games both years. And he's the best this league has to offer. Patrick Mahomes is the best this league has to offer for his QBs. He's had a stout defense and a stout run game. These last two years, and he's won two Super Bowls. That's not a coincidence. That's not. Right? So, I think Jerry, uh, like my boy Big Time, Big Time said we, we have an identity crisis with Dak Prescott, right? We, we seem to think he's a Joe Burrow or Pat Mahomes, and he's not. He's not. Now, is Dak a bomb? No. Dak, Dak is not a bomb by any stretch of the imagination. But Dak is not a guy I'm – I feel 100% confident in handing a football and saying, hey, kid, go. No, no. We need a stout defense, and we need an offense that is heavy running. Like, we need a heavy run offense. That's what we need. Now, Dak can probably take that team far. You know what I mean? He can get that team over the hump. But just Dak throwing the ball 30, nah, we're not going nowhere. We're not. We're not going nowhere. And we've seen this move for eight years. Right? We're we not going nowhere. It's not going to work. You know, running the offense through Dak is not going to work. It's not. So, whatever. Uh, Zimmer, because <laughs> I know a lot, a lot of people don't like that coming, but it is what it is. Like, the fam is what it is, right? He struggles, he struggles with reads, right? He gets rattled. He, he, you can't hand him a ball to say, when well, he's not going to be able to do it. Like, he needs to support cash. So, and this was going to make this contract negotiation very interesting. So, I've had, I had my eyes on that. But I think the Zimmer hire was um, – it wasn't Rex Ryan. I think Rex Ryan would have made a bigger splash. It would have got a lot of lot more oohs and ahs. And, but the Zimmer hire is what we needed. Just my opinion, point blank, period. And for my, uh, my understanding – the the Ryan the the defense at the Ryan's like remember when we had Rex's brother Rob Ryan right defense looked good for about a year then just off a cliff so the, and and the complaint was the defense was too complex guys were confused they couldn't really play because they were thinking too damn much right yeah so Rex is gonna bring the same thing right you you want guys you want guys playing downhill fast and violent. You don't want them thinking, right? You want them to see ball, hit ball. That's what you want, right? So, 
I'm from that from that aspect. I'm with Zimmel, right? I'm cool with Zimmel. I think it's a great hire, very solid, very sound hire. It's not a, uh, hey, look at me, I'm really trying. It's a, hey, I really want to win hire. Zimmer has produced uh, at least two number one defenses. I know a number three defense, uh, number one in run defense a couple years as well, right? So, and he has, this defense has talent. Right? How, how, last year, what were we saying, man? Heavy package. You got these tackles. You can put Hankins and Mazza in the middle. Put Mike in the middle linebacker. Heavy package. Stop the run. Like, what are we doing with six DBs on the field? What are we doing? Now, we have the personnel to do it. Just for some for some reason, someone some someone never called it. And the same someone is, you know, head coach of somewhere else, right? So it is just, you know, it's it's it, it don't smell right to me, but it is what it is. I think if they I think if they would have gotten Henry last year, they would have been Super Bowl champs. Hmm. You might I don't know. You might. Yeah. Because now we'll say this, Derrick. You with Derrick Henry in the backfield, you definitely bringing a safety down in the box. This definitely going to be an eight-man front. <laughs> right? Right. Because at all costs, you got to stop Henry. Henry would be too single-handedly. Right? So, yeah, they may be they may be what the doctor ordered for Dak Prescott. And, and to me, this I, I think that is what the doctor ordered. Dak needs one of those type run games. There's this flat dominating, right? Where you have to sell out and stop. But my question is, how do we put that together if he wants fifty million dollars a year? And again, like I said, not a guy that you can say, hey, go win me a Super Bowl, but he wants fifty million dollars a year. Don't math ain't mathing. I'm just saying, it's not. So and and and, and that's the reason Terrence Parsons said what he said. Take 40 million or pack your bags and dip because you got to build a team, right? You need a supporting cash. Supporting cash costs money. So you can't, we can't pay you like Pat Mahomes and you're not producing like Pat Mahomes. But we got to get you an all star supporting cash to lose in the first round. Because you can say what you want, but the, the, the cash he had around him this year was good enough not to lose in the first round. I don't give a damn how prepared Green Bay was. We shouldn't have lost in the first round at home. We went undefeated at home. And I know the defense gave up a lot of points, but it was 27-7 because the QB threw two picks. Right? So how do you defend the team up 27-7? How do you defend that? They can do anything. They can run it. They can play it, pass it, play action. Playbook wide open, you up 27-7. So what 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 position did Dak really put that defense in? See, we don't want to have this conversation though. We just want to blame the defense. But anywho, <laughs> we want to have that conversation. But Wilkes, uh, let's get into the Steve Wilkes firing, which I think is complete BS. Um, we need to fix our offensive line. Everyone getting no it, it, I, I I think they got some young goons on the bench. They've been developing. But we do need to get a right tackle because Terrence Steele ain't it, Joe. I know I said what I said about Dak, but Dak needs a better right tackle as well. Because <laughs> Terrence Steele going to get him killed. <laughs> right, so, yeah, but uh, the Steve Wilkes firing, I think it's straight BS, right? So, as y'all can remember, when San Francisco was going through that three-game losing streak, right, um, Shanahan kind of threw Wilkes under the bus then, right? Well, you need to come down from out there booth and come down here on the sideline with me and call the plays. You need to look at the game on the field. Hold on. If, if, if my memory serves me correctly, right? And I'm going to say this, but I'm looking it up while I'm saying it. So feel free to hop in and holler at your dog. You know, correct me or whatever. But... If history, I mean, if if I remember correctly, the three games that San Francisco lost, right, were in their three-game losing streak, the three games that they lost, they scored 17 points in all three games, right? 
what does like how, how was that Steve Wilkes fault? Like, well, how was Steve Wilkes being in the booth holding your offense to seventeen points, and Steve Wilkes calls the defense? Aren't you an offensive guy, right? Aren't you the offensive guru, right? So shouldn't you be putting up more than seventeen points? Well, Debo was out. Well, Trent, yeah, I understand all that. But Dak Prescott, who I just said, keep in mind, Dak Prescott, who I just said, I, I don't trust giving the ball to him and saying, hey, go win me Super Bowl. That Dak Prescott, right? So that Dak Prescott lost left tackle. Tyron Smith is a liability. We, we waiting on Tyron Smith to go out. He's, and he's the left tackle, right? So it ain't a matter of if Tyron Smith going. It's a matter of when Tyron Smith going to go out. Right, so Dak played with bag up left left tackles a couple games and still produced. Right, so uh, Debo and Trent won't play. You don't get that excuse. Like you're an offensive guru. Mike McCarthy made it work with a bag up left tackle. Right, so you don't get that excuse. Yeah, you know, so you you should be able to come up with more than seventeen points. Even with bad ups on the field, you're a professional offensive coordinator. That's what they pay you to do. Right? So, I kind of saw it then. You know what I'm saying? I kind of saw it then. I didn't I didn't like the way he, you know, I, I really didn't like the way he handled Wilkes in that situation. Um, but you kind of saw it then. He was kind of, uh, little, you know, a little finger pointing. Here we go. So, lost to the Browns, 17 to 19. Browns scored 19 points. Right? And beat you. But you offensive guru. Hmm. That's interesting. Uh lost to the Vikings 22 to 17. The Vikings scored 22 points. And that was enough. And then the Joe Burrow went off and lit him up. 31-17, right? So if you want to blame Steve Wilkes for the Bengals loss, go right ahead. But these other two, 22 and 19 points. And the Browns had P.J. Walker at QB. P.J. Walker. And the San Fran defense did what they're supposed to do. They held the Browns to 19 points. Right? You, your side of the ball wasn't ready. Shanahan. Right? Your side of the ball wasn't ready. And two of these three losses. Your side of the ball didn't, didn't hold up their end of the ball. And two of those three losses. And again, in the Super Bowl. Your team didn't hold up. They ain't another. I mean, your side of the ball didn't hold up. They ain't another bargain. Kansas City had three points and a half. Three points. All right? So, what else you want from San Francisco defense? They have that QB and that tight end, which is an all-time great duo, will be in the record books, you know, to, to three points in, 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 in first half. All right? What else you want from Steve Wilkes? I'm just saying. What else you want from Steve Wilkes, man? So, I, I just think it's BS, and rumor has it. What's true? What, what you say true, Darren? Uh, we need to fix the office. Yeah, I guess. Oh, uh, but yeah, like I, I, I it's a little scapegoatish. Uh, I hope, I hope, Cal Shanahan. Go get a defensive coordinator that doesn't like because that's the whole thing, right? You hire and set aside. I posted a video on my page about Sam Macho. So, talking about why hire an aggressive offensive coordinator, I mean, defensive coordinator, if you don't let him be aggressive. Like, Steve Wilkes blitz, blitzes like 40% of the time. You knew this. You should, well, you should have knew this, just like you should have knew the overtime rules of the Super Bowl, right? But, for, for some reason, you were unaware that Steve Wilson likes to blitz, and when he gets in your building and calls blitzes, you get upset. What? You didn't see me in Carolina calling all these damn blitzes? You didn't see that? And you hide me. All right, so then when I get here and I want to call all the blitzes, now you got a problem? And, I'm, and I got the number three defense in the league? But I'm the problem? Oh, okay. <laughs> so, so, say, friend, this is what I hope. I hope y'all bring in a guy that's not conservative. 
then lines up exactly what Will Shanahan wants and y'all defense is trash next year. That's what I hope. Because that defense in the Super Bowl against that QB showed up and showed out. If anything, that man, y'all should have been talking to that man about an extension. And we also y'all should have been talking to him, Shanahan, about getting the hell out of his way and letting him call his game plan. I'm just saying, right? So, uh, I don't know. That's just how I feel. So, we ain't got no games to pick next week because football is over. And I'm sad. <laughs> All right, but we are discussing uh, Marsh Madness. Doing, coming back from Marsh Madness. I don't know what the name. If y'all got suggestions for the name, man, uh, please, I'm open to everything. I really don't want to change the name. Right now, we, you know, we really uh, leaning towards let's talk football offseason, right? And we're just going to kind of cover everything, football. I mean, you know, spring football, basketball, college pros, a little fighting in there too, right? So, I'm going to try, you know, so this year we're we, we going we gonna to be around the whole sports year, right? So, um, but the name, we having trouble with the name. So, y'all got any suggestions for the, with the name, man? Hit my inbox. So, uh, UFL kicks off March 30th. Y'all probably going to see me before then. Uh, like I said, March Madness. We're definitely doing the March Madness edition. So, I'll see y'all when March Madness starts. I will be here with my University of Memphis Blue on. Can you dig it? Don't hate. Appreciate. I'll see you then. Mr. Cowboy Nation, this challenge to you not to be good, but to be great.